Welcome to Needlepoint Living. This is a Needlepoint podcast that celebrates the very best that Needlepoint has to offer. I am your host, Mary Catherine, and I'm so glad that you are joining us. You can find out more about me and the show at needlepointliving.com. I am so thrilled for today's guest. We have two guests today, so this is an extra special episode. Alexandra Ortiz and Laura Ann Smith. These are two needle pointers from Louisville, Kentucky. These two women met at a local needle point shop, stitch needle point shop, at a stitching retreat. And right out of the gate, they started talking and they hit it off. They exchanged numbers. And at the end of the retreat, they became fast friends. And they, they are both married. They have husbands. And I will tell you, before we started this episode, they were in the room and they stepped out to go smoke cigars, which I love so very much. Um, and so their husbands obviously have become friends as well. Uh, ever since they met at uh, the stitching retreat at Stitch Needlepoint Shop, they have texted almost every day about Needlepoint and all of the other things. And they even went to a Taylor Swift concert in Denver together, which is the coolest thing. So they have stitched projects together. Um, they meet up over, on the weekends and stitch and they hang out. And this is amazing. So welcome, Laura Ann and Alexandra. Thank you for having us. So oh exciting. my gosh. This is so exciting. So I... I don't, I do not know you. I, we just met. So I, um, I put something on Instagram and was like, Hey, like I'm looking for guests for the show. And Laura, Ann, I think you sent me an email, right? Or a direct message. And was like, Hey, me and my friend would love to talk about needlepoint. And we met at a needlepoint retreat. And, you know, you told me the story that I just shared with our listeners and I immediately responded, Oh my gosh, I would love, love, love to have you as a guest. And so here you are. It's so exciting. We it's love so needlepoint. And I'm a big podcast lover. So this is like my world's colliding. So I'm so excited. Okay. Well, Alexandra, I hope you don't judge. I'm not a, I, I'm not a big podcaster. I mean, I, I have a podcast show apparently now, but I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. So I hope don't judge me too harshly. This is, this, I hope Never. this lives up to your expect. I mean- I hope your expectations are not too terribly high for your host. No, no, we're so thrilled to be here. It's just very exciting to get to talk about something that we love. And it's just exciting. Well, it is. Well, thank you so much. And I, you guys are so, so sweet. And I'm so glad that you really reached out and, and, and said that you would be willing to talk to me. You know, I could have um, I tried to recruit some of my friends and they're really busy. I'm like, yeah, no, but, but so, so let me tell you why this is really special to me. And I, I hope this is special to the listeners as well. Just from what I know about you, your stories are certainly unique to you, but there are a lot of other similar stories like this out there where people meet through, um, it sounds like it was like online date, you know, we met, how did you guys meet? Well, we met through Instagram, you know, um, that these friendships develop through needlepoint. 
And so that's really exciting to me. And that's, that's why I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to hear about how you all got into Needlepoint and really about your relationship and how, um, we, you know, I've titled this, this show Needlepoint Living, really how Needlepoint has, um, influenced and enhanced your lives. And, um, it sounds like you have a new lifelong best friend, a dear, dear friend, um, from Needlepoint, but I want us to talk about some other ways that Needlepoint has enriched and enhanced your life as well. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Okay, cool. So how, all right, whoever wants to start, Alexandra, let's start with you. Have you been stitching your whole life? Tell us how you got into Needlepoint. So I learned to Needlepoint in the summer of 2021. My mother became a stitcher four or five years ago. And I had never stitched. It was kind of her thing. And I never wanted to kind of step on her hobby. But in the summer of 2021, um, my dad was riding his bike and was hit by a car. Oh and it was gosh. a really bad accident. And he's he is fine now, thank God. But it was a really bad accident. And I was studying full time for the CPA exam. And so that was stressful. And then my this thing happening with my dad was stressful. And so when he came home from the hospital, I saw my parents basically every day for six months. And my mom said, look, honey, she had some, I love seahorses and she had some seahorse canvases. And she said, I would like to give you one of these canvases and maybe you can stitch it and we'll see if you even like it. If you can like learn to basket weave, like some people are like it, some people don't. And so she gave me this canvas and I stitched it like very quickly. Like I love, I picked up the basket weave sheet. My mom's a really strict stitcher, like stretcher bars, basket weave. Like you got to do it right. Kind of. Sure. And so she gave me this canvas and got me the threads that I needed and stitched it quickly. And I became addicted. And it was the perfect thing for me at the time because I was very stressed and very worried about my parents. And this studying was like really stressful, but I had this outlet and I would find myself doing it silently, which I don't really do anything in my life in silence. So um, that's how I started stitching and I haven't stopped. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. That's a lot. We will unpack some of that in a minute. Okay. Laura Ann. Okay, so um, my husband and I actually moved to Louisville in June of 2021, and I kind of, like, he's very busy with his residency, so I was like, well, I kind of need some more hobbies. I love playing pickleball. I was like, you know, but you can't play pickleball every day, and he's in the lab a lot, and I'm like, well, you also, I don't really want to play pickleball at 9 p.m., so I thought about it, and one of my mom's friends, um, Sherry Broadwell, actually needlepoints. And um, my grandma used to needlepoint. You know, there's just been a bunch of people. And um, I was like, you know, I'm going to see about taking a beginner class for this. So I looked online, found the needlepoint shop, um, Stitch Needlepoint in Louisville. And I was like, I'm going to go take this beginner class. And I did that, I think, January mm-hmm. of this year in 2023. Okay. And just like went all in, like absolutely loved it, went all in and have probably already set like tons of things. She, she probably has a bigger stash than me. I, she is long. So she like full force became a stitcher. Yeah. Okay. 
what okay i love this first of all you guys are amazing all right so laura ann what was it let me go back your fam your mother was a stitcher you had stitchers in your family so you were aware of needlepoint was there yeah, anything really big. your grandma okay mm -hmm. were you aware though but in earlier this year, had you started seeing things on Instagram? Like, why do you think you were like, oh, needlepoint? Well, I have been back home visiting my parents for Christmas and I've run into my mom's friend, Sherry, and we were kind of talking. She, um, the closest needlepoint shop to them is like an hour and a half away, needlepoint.com. Okay. And she was like, yeah, I just went there. I just really love it. Like, it's really good for just like something to do. Like you can mindlessly watch TV and you can do this and you know, you can have fun with it. She's big into watching sports. I'm big into watching sports. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And I've cross stitched before and just like, didn't love that. Um, so I was like, I'll try it. So I booked this beginner class, went all in. I love it. So, okay. I have like so many questions. All right. So the, the, and is this the beginner class? This is not, when did you meet? When did you this guys meet? Really, this is like a month. Yeah. Well, so we really met met at a stitching retreat in March. But okay. I remember the first time I saw Laura Ann, and it was before that. Okay. I was at the, I was at the needlepoint store with my mom, picking out something, working on something, and she was like across the store debating if she could should get a system four lap stand. And okay. I had never met this person. And I just across the room was like, go for it, girl. It'll change your life. I was like, you need to get the stand. And like, she like smiled at me and was probably like, I don't know what you thought of me. But I vividly remember that. And she bought the stand. Okay. And then when there was the stitching retreat in March, I got there. My mom and I were like, my mom did it too. We were like real early. So excited. She was the first person to walk in besides us. And I looked at her and I said, we're both very OCD, obviously. Yes. And wanted to right. get, good, yes. wanted to yes. get like, yeah. spots at the table. We wanted sure. to scope like, out the scene. And I looked at her and I said, I know you. Well, I don't know you, <laughs> but I remember you because I told you to get the lap stand. So yeah. that's when and we then actually. The rest met. is history. Oh my gosh. This is so amazing. All right. So you did a beginner class, then March. So you were all in. Everyone's doing the class. Oh Alexandra, how. So obviously, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I'm imagining that stitching really helped you, um, like you said, deal and manage your stress and the anxiety and the worry and just all of the things going through your life when your dad was you know, recovering and mm -hmm. um, you were preparing to take your CPA exam. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, hello. Lot. Yeah, it was a lot. And I think my mom understood I think she saw that I was having a difficult time and I think she thought okay this is something that she has really valued in her life and I kind of said maybe when the CPA is over I'll learn to stitch like it was always like maybe once I kind of accomplish these different goals I'll like take time to have a hobby and I think really my dad's accident and his long recovery she was like no Alexander needs something and thank goodness she gave me that first canvas because I am obsessed now. Yeah. It's like yeah. a huge part of my life. So I'm very grateful. And it did help me so much because even there were times I would go and sit with my dad. Um, if my mom, we were very just nervous during his recovery. And sure. uh, 
it's really a miracle that he is fine now. And so there would be times I'd go and sit with him and need to be with him and I would take my stitching and we would chat and hang out. And it was like a thing for me to do um, to, to stay busy, quote unquote busy, but be sitting still and be present with people at the same time. You know, that's really well, well said, Alexandra. And we, um, you, you've said something that is interesting to me. And I think sometimes I think particularly as women, we're, you're right. It's like, I don't have time to exercise or I don't have time to do the thing that I know that I need to do. Right. You said, it's like, I don't have time for a hobby right now because you had mm-hmm. all these other things going on. Wouldn't actually actual reality that the hobby was the thing that really helped you get through the challenging, um, maybe made that easier for you. You didn't for initially sure. prioritize the hobby when in reality, because of your mom's kind of pushing and, you know, maybe the, the addition of the CPA, it was like, the CPA is one thing, but then now that dad's sick too, like, okay, uh, this is a little yeah. too much. And she was like, maybe this will help you. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It was a way to cope. A great way yeah. to cope. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, I, th- I hear that a lot that people talk about during stressful times or de-stressing at the end of the day, if they're sitting in a hospital, worried about, a, you know, somebody, they're wor- it's just a way to mindless, be productive, but it's also cathartic to, to just do the rhythms of the stitching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think, Ann? what hooked you when you said you took your beginner class what was your first well, pro- I mean, what was, did you just right away where you just like, oh my gosh, did you stay up all night the first night and like finish your project? When I took the beginner class, it was like a, a little round jockey canvas and um, typical for Louisville, of course. Um, and it was like, I was like immediately kind of done with it, like just kind of ran mm-hmm. through it. And so I remember I was at the beginner class and they were like, well, let us know if you want to like look around and get anything. So I got two canvases and some thread and some stretcher bars. And then I like stitched those and then I just kept going. And then when I met her, when I was getting the stand, I had stitched so much that my hand hurt from holding the stretcher bars. Like I was just all in. I just, I think it was just like instant gratification. And I was Like there was probably six or seven other people in the beginner class. And I was like, okay, well, I can do this and communicate with six or seven people. Like I could do this and watch TV or I could do this and, you know, hang out with people, you know, on a plane, anything. Like I was like, you know, this is kind of just like, you can really like do this mindlessly and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like this is my new best friend. Like this is like this can go anywhere with me. Like this is my security blanket. I can take take this wherever I go. Um, mm-hmm. Laurie, and you mentioned you like to you like to watch sports. Yes, is it so? I like to watch sports as well. I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. Um, and stitching and watching sports is about as good as it gets for me. Like that's my favorite thing. Um, stitching. U.S. Open coming up is going to be like beautiful. It's oh, be U.S. Sad. Open, right? Golf is great. Football's great. I'll tell you, basketball, golf is great. Baseball's great. Football, great. All of the above. I do have a hard time. Basketball is, a, is too fast. I'm not, 
Mm-hmm. Basketball mm-hmm. would be my like least. And I know I'm in Kentucky, so this is probably I'm not a huge basketball fan. Um, but I remember this spring watching I mean, I always watch March Mad, you know, March Madness yeah. and things like that. And I just have to, you know, somehow get through the spring with no good sports, you know, on for me or, you know, early until baseball starts because basketball's, really? basketball's too fast. You can't, yeah. I can't stitch and watch ba- basketball. I miss it. It's, it's not, <laughs> basketball moves too fast for me to stitch. Um, okay. So Alexandra, you were, you said needlepoint has just become a big part of your life. Yes. You said, I'm obsessed, right? I'm, I am obsessed. Okay. Okay. Let's talk. Okay. You are not the only one, right? They're listeners, me. I, I, I totally get this. All right. So this is the question, not just Alexandra, both of you lovely women. Why, why are we obsessed? Why are we obsessed with this hobby? It's just so creative. There's like so many new things coming out. There's so many things you can get that tie into your life, everything. There's all these new people coming out. Um, Like, for example, we met, we became friends. We started talking like, oh, we both kind of want to make these Instagram accounts. I don't even think I check my actual Instagram anymore. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Because, but it's just, I think it's become this whole world that. I used to be like a passive observer. Like I followed Lyset, for example. They have a great yes. Instagram. And I have gotten to go there a couple of times in Florida, but I had followed their Instagram account before I ever knew how to stitch because I kept thinking, well, maybe my mom will stitch some of these things for me because they're so cute. Like I would see just different cute things. And then when I did start stitching and started following all these different needlepoint shops around the country and different designers, to see the things that you can make for your home that um, neither of us are moms yet, but that I like hope and pray one day when I have children, they will care and want to like have my coasters I made or my pillows. Yeah, like I have to fight over it. Yes. <laughs> and it's these, it's these special, you know, these special items that you are making with your own hands and that are. I kind of have an addiction to big projects and I was just complaining to Lauren and saying like, why do I keep getting myself into these big projects that take me forever? And it's like such a thing. And she texted me back and she said, girl, because you want them in your home. They make your home special. And she said, that's why you're into these. And I said, you know, I think you're right. That's a great way of looking Mm -hmm. at it. I said, you're right. And she said, you want these things in your home. You want to see them. You want to have these special heirlooms. Alexandra, we are similar in this way. So when I started stitching, I wanted pillows, pillows, pillows everywhere, everything. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I don't want to stitch an ornament. Like that just comes out six weeks out of the, you know, four weeks out of the year. You know, mm-hmm. I, I want, I wanted the same thing. I wanted things that I could touch, things that I could see all of the time, things that I could feel. I mean, thing I wanted my world to be surrounded, you know, very beautifully and, um, elegantly. And yeah, I wanted it everywhere. And it got to the point I have no space for any more pillows. Like I have no pillows. I mean, Mm -hmm. I can't. 
and I even like switch them in and out. So it, like, it's bad, you know, every bed. I mean, it's not t- like it's, it's lovely, but there are only so many pillows, needlepoint, cheeky needlepoint, sassy sayings that you can have right. on your couch, you know, like there's only so many. So I totally get it. It was like, I need a key fob. I need a scissor case. I need coasters. Mm-hmm. I want hanging signs for everything. Every how every room in the home is labeled. This is the bedroom. It's like, I mean, it's like if you didn't know where we have directions around here, like this is the powder room. This is the bed. Like it, you know. And so I totally get that. Just wanting to be surrounded by um needlepoint. I so get it. Yeah. So I was the big project. And so now, so then I went through big pillows everywhere. And then, and then I went on a crazy ornament kick. And then I was like, cause yeah. Cause who wants one needlepoint ornament on their Christmas tree? You need a whole tree. Then You have to commit the tree. That's exactly right. And then you're just like, all right, here we go. Like, and so then, then it was tons of small projects. So, um, I totally get it. Lauren, what kind of projects do you like to stitch? Um, I like them both. I like to have like a big project and a little mm-hmm. project, um, kind of going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Do you have, is your house surrounded by needlepoint things or do you have dreams of your home to be surrounded yes. by all needlepoint I things? Pillows. A ton of pillows. You have tons That's- of pillows, right? I also have this dream of like on my mantle, a big garland with just needlepoint ornaments all in it. Because I'm worried if I put them in the tree, I'm like, what? What if I leave one in the tree? I know, chunk it away, <laughs> throw it away. Right. I'm yeah, like, I know. that would be terrible. It would be terrible. Do you follow Francophile Dallas? Actually, I, does she have a big garland? She's on her the room? garland. She's yes, so. Okay. Okay. So she, yes. I mean, I think so a few years ago she did, she showed her garland over a mirror. It was a mirror one year Mm -hmm. and she talked about how she secured these hundreds, you know, it was like three pieces of garland that she had, you know, connected together in the way. And then, yes, I think last year she did it on her one year. She did it around a chandelier. Did you see that? Oh my. Oh, oh yes. Oh, so it was like a wreath. So it was a wreath over a chandelier, a light fixture. And so it was up. And then last year it was in the ornaments. It was on the mantle. I mean, that chills I know. I mean, you know, okay, but all right. People who don't love needlepoint think we're crazy, right? Crazy. Okay, do like, your husband heard us in the Denver airport? We're probably like, y'all are actually mentally insane. Like, y'all are not okay. And we're like stitching, like waiting, complaining that it's hot, getting on the plane, like looking at each other's pieces, debating yeah. what we should do next, you know. And people were just looking at us like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, our first flight, it wasn't a full flight. We're like, okay. If you sit, we got, we flew Southwest. We were like, if you sit on the, this side and you sit on the window, we're going to have a seat in between. If we do that gap, no one's going to want to sit here. We'll have more room for stitching. Right. And so we use the Yeah. Right. Like lay out our supplies. We shared a pair of scissors so we didn't lose anything. Um, like this and- is how crazy. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love this all so much. And the thing is, y'all are not alone. Like, I, I totally get it. Okay. Has there ever been anything in your life that you've been this excited and passionate about hobby-wise? Well, it wasn't really a hobby because it did turn into my job. But I was, before I ever went to college or became a CPA, I was a ballet dancer okay. growing up. And so, and then I moved to Philadelphia and danced there. And so for most of my life, ballet was my whole life. Okay. But, you know, it was very, that was a hard, I would say that was a hard life. Um, like it's difficult to be an artist. And so I was obsessed with that, but it didn't, it didn't allow me to have any outside interest. Sure. So that was kind of my whole life. And I think Lauren, I'll let her share. She has something yeah. similar. So I played tennis a lot growing up and ended up playing tennis in college. And it just kind of like takes over your whole life. And then now I'm kind of into pickleball. Mm -hmm. I mean, I play a lot. You're, she's into pickleball. <laughs> I'm into pickleball. But needlepoint, that's like not like. It's not stressful. Right. Well, it's stressful when you like want to learn a new Like pickleball, I'm like, okay. While this is a game, I'm still competitive. Like, you're not, I don't want you to beat me. I don't like losing. Um, needlepoint, I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, it's just a de-stressor. And, and sure. something that the lady owns the shop here says all the time when I'm like, I need it to be perfect. This doesn't look exactly right. She's like, it's a hobby. Yeah. And, and this, I think it is, it's like my first, like, really true hobby that I can do daily that, um... Because I love to travel. I, there's certain things I love to do when I travel with my husband and stuff. But, like, I can't do those things every day. Right. But needlepoint is something you could pick up. Even if you only stitch for five minutes, you could do sure. that every single day, basically in any environment. And it's just about making something pretty. Yeah. That's yeah. totally. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. You, you know, you're so right because it's like, it is, it's like, even if I just stitch one thread, like I, if I can just get a few, I don't know if I'm getting like a dopamine hit from the, I mean, I don't know if it's just the routine, if it's the schedule, if it's the de-stress, but oftentimes, even if there's been really a day that I haven't gotten a lot of stitching in, um, or, I don't usually stitch during the day, but even if it's a night, you know, where I have. I usually stitch mostly at night mm -hmm. after dinner in the evenings while I'm watching like evening TV, you know, like I'm mm -hmm. watching TV or whatever, being social, you know, nighttime stuff is usually when I stitch or some Saturday mornings, um, you know, the weekend kind of through the weekend. I mean, I work, you know, I have like, so I don't stitch during the day, but most of my stitching happens at night where I watch a movie mm -hmm. or TV. And, but even the nights that let's say I have things or I have plants and I don't get home until late, or I even wouldn't find myself up here in my office and I'm working late and I'm like, oh my God, it's 1030. I will go down and be like, I'm just going to stitch for five minutes. Mm -hmm. And Love it just, that. you know, it, and it, I don't, it really relaxes me. Um, it de-stresses. I just think it is a. I associate it with leisure. It feel it's relaxing, but it also feels like you're doing something and it feels intentional. It's almost like a, you know, it's like I am doing this thing that I know has lots of benefits to it. And it's like, I'm going to intentionally mm -hmm. stitch 
just for 10 minutes. And like, that's my self care. It's almost like a self it's self care. Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's relaxing. It's recreational. It's leisurely. Like it does all of those things. And even if it only happens for five minutes at the end of the day, it's almost like I can kind of check the day ends well. It's like, whew, it doesn't matter what happened today. I like finished it with a few stitches and I'm good. Definitely. Yes. It's like a meditative practice, mm -hmm. you know, it, you just list, listed so many like benefits, you know, but it, like I said, it's one of the only things I can do like really in silence. I'll catch myself and I won't be listening to a podcast or a book or watch at watching TV or whatever. And I'll, I will catch myself and I'll think, oh my gosh, it's been 20 minutes. And I've been in right. total, like just my, my mind is calm. And you can and have I, that and it's like instantly better. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I think, and I think, I mean, I'm not trying to like psychoanalyze everybody or myself here, but I, I guess my curiosity in sort of creating the space, I, I think these are the reason whether we're conscious about this is why we're doing it or not. I think this is the reason we are so obsessed about it. It's all these other benefits. Yes, it's beauty. It's creativity. It's an outlet. It's about your, your family, right? Your hopes and dreams. You know, I'm going to have, hopefully have a family one day and we can have stockings and we can, you I mean, you both said, I hope our children fight, you know, our children fight over these things every day. It's about how you, you dream about your future life. I mean, like that's, that's important stuff. Mm -hmm. This is not flippant. I don't know. Like, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. So what are you working on right now? I'm sad because she actually has all her stuff here. I only brought finished things and okay. she, oh. has, she has, um, a lot of stuff that she's working on. So you can, cause we're, you at, your, not, we're at like person. You're not a one project person. Okay. Cause we're in your house. This is your, we're in your house. Okay. All right. Laura Ann. Okay. All right. Let's start with Laura Ann. Laura Ann. What do, okay. This is amazing. Okay. First of all, I have to come to Louisville. We have to like be at the same place. Like I want to be your friend. Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I know. I love it. Another thing I love about Needlepoint. Like I would have, we never would have We met. never would have met. Like I work downtown. She, we don't live in the same yeah. neighborhood. We, I have never seen her before. We never would have met if it wasn't for Needlepoint. And now, like, we went to a concert together. We have another friend, and we actually are going to Taylor Swift in 2024. <laughs> <laughs> he planned it. Okay, first of all, okay, so your husbands are friends. They have no choice. They're yeah, out smoking. Get, yeah, they're out get, hanging out. Yeah, right. We we're basically, like, you have to be friends. When they came over tonight, we said, by the way, y'all are also hanging out tomorrow, tomorrow night. night. We're not sure if you know that. Okay, this is so amazing. Do they think y'all have just lost your minds? You know, I think we have very, probably a little bit, but I think we both have extremely yeah. supportive, sweet husbands who like actually do look at our projects and will yeah. like take an interest and they understand the time and the effort. And like my husband was like that, even when only my mom stitched, like he would go whenever we were at my parents and she'd be like, Isaac, like, look at this. And he will always walk over to her stand, one of her stands, and, like, look at her current project. And be like, yes. oh, I love, like, this special stitch. You know, he he tries. Like, he yes. really, and Blair, I know her husband does the same. I feel like my husband Blair is like, if this makes you happy, like, go for it. Mm -hmm. And he probably also loves that, like, when we watch TV, I'm, like, actually quiet because I'm stitching and I'm not commenting on the show. <laughs> 
and you're not scrolling on your phone. I mean, is that like, do you feel that it's less, I know a lot of people talk about, particularly with their spouses or partners, they're like, it's so much, it's nice because I'm present. Even though I'm stitching, I'm not like scrolling on my phone. Mm -hmm. Yes. And even for a difficult conversation, I have a friend that she likes to take a walk for a difficult conversation, or if you need to talk about something serious, for me, I can find myself like being able to have a longer conversation, especially about something that might be difficult or serious. If I have a project in my hands, because it's like, it does something where it cuts off the stress for me. And so yeah, if one of us has had a bad day at work or something, or even if I'm talking to Laura Ann about something that's going on, if we're stitching, it's like, it's easier to talk. This is also funny. When we stitch, like we've determined we go in like turbo mode. It's like, we're stitching and just, and then afterwards, I'm like, we've only been stitching for an hour and a half. Like, how did I stitch this much? She's like, I've never stitched this fast in my life. What's happening? Yeah. It's like, we're just sitting there. Stitching. Yeah. And you, I love it. Well, and it's clear you do have very sweet husbands that obviously see how much joy this has brought you and how just much friendship and love and beauty and all these wonderful things that have come into your life. And so that's so great that they're mm-hmm. totally. We hang out almost every weekend. Mm-hmm. We've hung out every night this week, I think, except for one. Except for one. That was just kind of a mistake, but we had a stitching night with another friend of ours. Um, we had a couple other reasons we needed to see each other this week. And then our husbands haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. So we were like, well, we're going to hang out two nights. And then we weekend. were like, well, we have to do a podcast tonight. But like, we want to hang out with y'all too. So we're going to hang out tomorrow night. Then we can get stitching it. in. So I love this. So, okay. One more question. And then Laura, we're going to go to your stuff. I'm just so curious. This is so fascinating. Did you know that you were missing this in your life before it came into your life? That's a good question. I... I've always kind of wanted like a hobby that I could do just me, like pickleball, tennis, things like this, like depend obviously on your playing with someone else. Um, My mom has so many like beautiful pieces that my grandma did, like great mm-hmm. pillows and stuff like that. I'm like, gosh, I really want like to do those, you know? And um, so I think that, I always kind of knew that like it was uh, maybe not this, but something. I definitely don't feel like I need any more hobbies now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're com- it's complete, right? This is complete. Yeah. The, yeah. What about you, Alexandra? You forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I knew that it was missing. I, you know, I like to read, like there's other, th- you know, I like to cook and bake. Mm-hmm. There's other things I enjoy doing, but this is like, it has really become a huge part of my life. And I was just on a trip with my mom and I was talking about how much I love needlepoint. And I was like, mom, it's like, it is like a lifestyle. And she was like, what do you mean by that? Like, she was like, I'm not being mean. She was like, I mean, like genuinely, like, what do you mean by that? And I said, it is like a lifestyle. And I was like, I don't, I might have to think harder on how to articulate that properly. But I was like, it went from something that is, yes, it's a hobby. But it is a really meaningful thing to do, like thinking of projects to do that are special to commemorate certain events or as gifts for other Mm -hmm. people. Or like, I know we both want to be mothers for our future children. Like, I know we already have like bucket list things that we want to stitch for people that don't even exist. Like stockings that you can hang up every year or 
And full disclosure, I, I can show later, I have a pillow that the first pillow I ever did, the first big project, and I already have a coordinating stocking that will be my first child's <laughs> stocking that my mom graciously got for me after I stitched the pillow and I did a good job. And so she was like, oh, you're like a real stitcher now. And, um, but yeah, it's those kind of like, it's like a hope image, right? It's like these, yes. you know, dreams mm-hmm. that you can have and, and stitch and like, think about that future child or whatever. I haven't started the stocking, but you know, it's no, I didn't know it was missing, but it has become such a, a big part of my but now life. You're like, I don't need any other, like it's no. like com- made it complete. Yeah. And the other thing I love about it, like, um, when we went to Denver, we were like, okay, we have to go to the Needlepoint shop. Mm-hmm. I went to um, Kiowa Island recently with my parents, and I was like, Mom, can we go to Charleston one day? I want to go to the Needlepoint shop. Yep. Like, it's just like, you know, it's, yes. They, her and her mom just went to Palm Beach. They went to the Needlepoint mm-hmm. shop. Yes. And it's just like funny. You're like, wait, no, I like really like followed them on Instagram. I like want to go there. Yeah. Like, I want to go. Yes. It, yes. yes. And, like, my husband knew. My mom and I were in Longboat Key, and then we drove to Palm Beach. And one of the main reasons was because I needed to talk to Greg at Lysette, Jessica's yeah. husband. Everyone knows Jessica, Mr. Needlepoint. And it yeah. was so funny because my my husband knows about Greg and like knows how many emails I've had to send him about random things. And like Lauren Ann said, it's like a special thing. It's like a tourist thing. Even like any trip now. We've like talked about going together or separately. We're like, well, we have to find a shop. Which is funny because when we were in Denver, okay, so we fly in. It's Friday night at like 6 p.m. We're like, okay, we're going to go eat. We're going to go to bed. We're tired because like we're two hours ahead of them at home. We're like, we're tired, you know. And we're like, we got to wake up early. The Taylor Swift concert starts at 7. We're going to have to take a nap. We're behind, you know. (laughs) We're like, we got to wake up early. We got to go to the needlepoint shop. <laughs> and our husband's are like, okay, well, that'll take you like 30 minutes. And we were like, have you met us? <laughs> Do you know us? Like, that's going to take like two hours. Minimum. Of course, yeah. we walk in. We walk in, make quick friends with the owner and her twin sister, who are so cute. And she, and you'd given me a really special piece for yeah. my birthday in July. I gave her a seahorse ornament. She wanted, and I was like, I really don't know if you want to change the colors or anything. So like you get the thread, but here's like, I saw the seahorse ornament. It's really cute, you know? And we're like, okay, well, we're at Taylor Swift. Like this is like a life changing moment. We need something to commemorate this trip. So we need it. Yes. We both got these luggage tickets. Okay. Love. Um, yes, and, and that's who's the designer on that tag? Who's your Denver tag? Who is that? Who does a uh, hedgehog? Um, hedgehog. Yes. Hedgehog. Yes. Okay. Love it. So you and both so, have Denver luggage tags. So, um, Dottie, the owner, they had recently done a class and she was like, Oh, we just did a class on this, but you know what? I'm going to give y'all the stitch guy. We gave the class. Like they are kind of blind. So she gave us everything we needed for it. Oh. Um, they even gave us beads that they didn't sell. Yeah. Like the teacher of the class had an extra like little container of the beads. She sent us home with that. They, the, this canvas that Laura Ann gave me was so special to me. I had saved it so we could get the threads there. They immediately yes. took it from me. I, I mean, we had been there 30 seconds and they were pulling threads, writing me a stitch guide. This is Downing Street Needlepoint. 
by the way. Downing Street Needlepoint. Oh my gosh. You're incredible. And sister's name? We love her. Dodie and Millie. Millie. Dodie owns it. Millie happened to be in town. She actually lives in Texas. I think that Millie lives in Oklahoma, but she has a cabin in Colorado. So she'll go and sometimes help her sister. But would have thought she worked there. Would have never known. I mean, and these ladies spent so much time with us and they kept saying, which was really touching. They were like, because I know, I feel like there's a lot of chatter about the needlepoint industry, but these ladies kept saying like, we are so glad you're here. We are so glad the next generation is stitching. Mm-hmm. We're so, oh my gosh. Like they were just. They were hugging us. They were, hugging we were having the best they time. They were telling us how excited they were that we were going to Taylor Swift. And we got these luggage tags to commemorate this trip, um, which they had really been my secret dream was yeah. to get this specific luggage tag. And of course, I know I could order it online. But it's better I, yes. to get it there. But I was like, I want to get it there. They found them. They searched the store. They didn't know if they had them or not. And we, we got all the threads from their stitch guide. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like something like we can commemorate this trip together. Um, yes. Millie followed. She was like, let me follow y'all's Instagrams on my personal Instagram. She was like, I'm going to send you my number. If you ever need any help, I'll FaceTime you. Like, I will talk so to kind. y'all. And they're just so kind. Yeah. That's amazing. Just- and you're right. It's like fast friends. Yes. yes. Where yes. else would you go in a country? I'm, you know, and I'm going to tell y'all, if y'all needed something that night in Denver, I swear, you could have probably been like, can you like, help God us? God forbid, something bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. Like, you could call a needlepoint shop, and I'm sure you're like, I'm a needlepointer, and I need help. And I bet yes. somebody would help you. Yes. So we thought we were going to, we were like, okay, let's be realistic. We'll probably be there for like an hour and a half. I'm pretty sure it was three hours. I they so got too. so busy there that literally Alexandra was like, let me help y'all. She starts taping canvases. I'm like bagging everything. Like we're just like, we like started working there all of a sudden. Another customer I thought this. I worked there because I'm like, I'm taping her canvases that she got. I'm like, girl, you need stretcher bars. I'm telling this random lady, she needs to get stretcher bars for her project and make her life easier. And we're then like I showing these lady I like, Sorry, I don't work here. I'm just very into needlepoint. It was hilarious. I love it. Y'all are the cutest. This is amazing. I am totally obsessed. Okay. Oh my God. I could talk to you guys all night. All right. Lauren, show us your stuff. What we want to see your stuff. Okay. So I have a few things out. Okay. Um, whatever you want to show us. On this. Okay. He's kind of my lunchtime project. At work. Okay. This is your little. What's the mm-hmm. name? From Rudolph. Herbie. Herbie. Herbie, the misfit DDS. Uh, so he's a dentist and my husband's a dentist in residency for prostodontics. And so I was like, oh, this will be cute. This is going to be so cute. Herbie, the elf from, and now do you know this is a part of a series? Yes. Okay, good. That's okay. There's time. Yeah. All the time in the world, all the time in the world. So a friend of mine has stitched all of the uh, Rudolph, that series, and it's darling. So cute. Love a series. (laughs) Same. This, I'm doing a little bag strap. (gasps) Oh my gosh, Elizabeth Crane Swartz. We'll have to show you. I added a monogram to it. Okay, you added it yourself. Look at you and all of your tools. We're very into tools. I know some people are more relaxed than us, we're but not we're not really relaxed. Yeah, that's okay. I love this. Okay, what's the... Oh, I don't know that I've seen... I don't think I've ever seen that before. So With it's the, the Elizabeth Crane Swartz 
bag strap, but I added yes. this LS. I don't she think I've seen it. the LS like that. <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I love that. that. So, so, okay. Is that Navy or is that black? What? It's Navy. It's Navy. Love, love. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm going to do LS on the other side. We're just not there yet. Okay. Love <laughs> it. What are you, what are you stitching? What threads are you using? Um, I'm using planet earth and silk and ivory. Mm-hmm. Silk and ivory for the Navy, right? Silk and ivory for the Navy, planet okay. earth for the circles. Okay. Love it. Oh my gosh. Love, love, love. I'm, Laurie, excited I'm, about that. I'm obsessed. Thank you. I have some that I've done recently. I'm clearly in my pickleball needlepoint era. Yeah. I just recently stitched this, this cute little pickleball. Love it. I got this at Stitch Needlepoint, and I think and this is the one we had to research. Kathy Shankle. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kathy Shankle. She, I have a lot of Kathy Shankle pieces. So I walked into Stitch, and the owner Lane was like, uh, "Yeah, you're you're gonna buy this pickleball." I was like, "Okay, thank you." You're gonna finish it as an ornament. Yes, but I also stitched this little pickleball court by Francis Abel recently. The prettiest stitches. Oh my gosh. So, so you're not ball. only just stitch, you're like decorative stitching. You are like all in. Do <laughs> yeah. you take lots of Some classes? Do you, do you all take lots of classes? Do you look at books? Do you teach yourself the stitches? How do you guys do this? Oh, I have we do, right we do both. We did. They told us in Denver that we need to buy this. They call it their, their needlepoint Bible there. Okay. And I had actually given this to my mom as a Christmas gift. So I knew about the book and we both ended up getting it. Um, so we both have this. Okay. The needlepoint book. But there's so, but there's so many no, like online resources. To, I really I honestly mean, use a lot of Pinterest or, or just Googling stitches. Yeah. Or like needlepoint.com has so many good resources. Mm-hmm. Really so you nice videos. You can find so many examples. Very good videos. Yeah. Love it. And then my other little cute one I have here finished. Obviously these need to be sent to the finisher. Is this cute little sneaker. Um, I tell you, this is in line with my big project addiction. I am working on a table runner, um, and it is, I wish I had it. The longest thing you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) And it is all, I've said a couple times how much I love seahorses, but my mom and I were at Lysette last November, I think, and she was going through and she gasped. Because this long runner, it's all under the sea themed with shells and a turtle and a crab. And in the middle, there's like a mommy and a baby seahorse right in the middle of the runner. And so she said, we're, get, we're getting this. We're getting this. It's done. And I was talking to Greg and I said, well, I don't really like normally use a table runner. And he said, I have an even better idea. He said, we can have it finished in a Lucite tray. <gasps> so you can use it as like a cheese board or anything. So I'm actually... I'm making it harder on myself because I'm I'm actually adding a border around it to make it a little bigger. And he was so kind. He knows that pink is my favorite color. I'm obsessed with pink and seahorses. And he said, instead of doing a white background or a blue background or something, he said, we're going to do like the palest pink that Silken Ivory has. And so he got that all out for me. And it's just, it's so special. But it's a labor of love. It's a labor of love. Um, I also am working on, also from from Lyset, uh, they have their love collection. And I was actually somewhere on 
I think they had them on sale on Valentine's Day. Yeah. I was actually in a meeting, but I knew that they were going on sale at 7 p.m. And I left to go to the bathroom so that I could order it. <laughs> it says, Isaac loves Alexandra. And that's also big because my name is long. And I am doing a heart background. Stitch it's so cute. On that. And I kind of found a heart inspo on Instagram, but I modified it at, a, at another stitching cute. retreat with the help of the lady at the store to kind of make the heart my own. Um, so those are like two big things. I, I I just love a big project. But I don't she know just why. got for her birthday a floor stand. So she's inspired on the runner. I am. The runner is easier now with the floor stand. She told my husband to get it for me. I love which it. Which he is a nice husband. He did get it for me. Um, And then I have like, uh, to be honest, I have a lot of other things, some of which are smaller, but... I want to finish the runner. Okay. She's like me. She's a multitasker. Okay. I, I love really this. need to finish the runner though, so that I can, because it's going to take a long time to be, you know, actually made into this tray. But I envision having it out. I have a long table in my home and I kind of want it to be out there or on my kind of cut through island area. And I think he was like, you could do a cheese board on it. You could do all these things. And it's so me. And you can remove it. Yes. So so how long is this? Like how long? It's going to be like a solid four feet long. You think? It's pretty big. It's it's funny because I love it so much. But after I finished all the characters, I was like, I don't know if I can do this background for the rest of my life. But, but you I can. Am. You She's can. She's almost at the bottom. But then she. I, I am that. She's decided to have a border. But I think I'm going to do a decorative stitch for the border. To make it fun and like change it up. I love this. So it's that's really that's kind of like my big passion project right now. But I'm yes. obsessed. I am obsessed with y'all. This is the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. This is so, so, so exciting. Okay. Do you have anything to show? Do you have some, do you have anything to show? Oh, I yes. And this. That is gorgeous. Thank you. I shamelessly stole this whole idea from. Jessica, who I've never gotten to meet. I've only met her husband at Lyset, but I think this is so cute. And I, I stole all of her finishing ideas because she had done this and it's in the store there with a the cute like pink inside. I love it. And then a cute little Kate Dickerson heart just because I think. Oh, so cute. And again, the finishing I just love with the like striped so, background. So very cute. Oh, it's darling. So, I could go on and on, but I'm going to stop there and now we're doing like like the same projects and stuff or yeah we have something stuff that's like similar or like our Denver thing like we'll stitch that together we like shared the beads for it um we have a secret project you what is the secret project it's a secret or is it it's a secret okay sorry should I not have mentioned it no go ahead it's so good it it's a secret project. Laura Ann. Do you want me to get it? She can get it because she, it, she has been stitching it. But I will say, um, one of the first things that connected us when we first met. It's so funny. I hope she doesn't mind that I'm sharing. But she, we we're sitting at the table and we were talking about how we don't have children yet. You know, we're just getting to know each other. And she said, you know, it's crazy. And I said, what? And she said, I already have a piece that I want to do when I have a baby. And I said, that's not crazy. I got a stocking girl. Like it's fine. Mm. 
And she said, no, it's a little crazy. <laughs> and I said, well, what is it? And Mind you, there's like eight other people. There. There's a lot of people, right, other ladies there. And um, she said, well, it's the, it's the Penny Lynn month canvases. And I screamed like I was embarrassing. I screamed. I said, that can't, no. I said, that's my dream. I want to do those canvases. So she had them already. And she is very kind because she has let me go to another stitching shop here called Stitching Time. And we've made friends with a lady there that's really sweet about picking colors. And Laura Ann has let me go with her and help like pick a lot of colors for and change some of the, the color, the threads. And Okay, so this is like the secret part. Okay. Because no one knows in my life that I'm doing this. Only except, for, except for my, our husbands. So Laura and we met on like a Saturday hungout. I was probably, we, we texted every day. It was the next, I think, okay. she texted me and said, I'm like Alexandra, SOS alert. alert. And I was like, what is happening? And she said, go on this website right now. Needlepoint de-stashing. She said, the months are on because it was sold out on Penny Lynn. So I was like, there's no hope for me. Like, I can't get the months. Like, they're, they'll be restocked. I don't know when. I know that she is a busy girl. And she said, get on Needlepoint Destashing right now. They have the full set of the months. You have to get them now. Like, now. And I really try to budget and, like, I don't buy things impulsively. Yeah. I, have, I have never checked out so quickly <laughs> in my life. So you each have your own set and you are mm -hmm. stitching them together. Yes. And no and one in your life knows that you're doing this. Not except for our husbands. Because they, know, would, they would I didn't want to like my mom's like grandma hopes up, you know, she's already like really excited about grandkids. Yeah. We don't need her to go any more excited. So that's the secret. The secret is that we just don't want people to know that we're already doing baby things. And we were like, yes. they might think we're like not okay. Like, right. But. Okay. okay. You, totally get it. For finishing time, stitching time. And, you know, yes, it might be a little crazy, but if you wait until you're pregnant to start something like this, it might not work out to, for the first <laughs> month. We want them to have, the baby needs to have it next to them on the chair, you know. Yeah. They're so cute. So Mary, Mary Catherine, you're really getting us to like. Tell us, especially me, because people did know that she had these from the Needlepoint retreat. Yes. No one knows really that I have the set. Too. Well, I don't well, think it's sweet, crazy. What a sweet friend that she did not care. She actually wanted me to buy it. Like it wasn't yes. this thing of, like, no, don't do the same project as me. Like we've picked all the threads together. And it's we, so lovely. We love um, Joanne at Stitch and Time who's helped us. We were like, okay, when we finish this project, like we told her, we're like, we're going out to dinner. Like we're yeah. taking you to dinner. Like we're going to have a celebration. She, and she's project. just the sweetest woman and she knows it's a secret. And like, she's keeping it a secret. She is the cutest personality. She's a New Yorker. I love New York. So like, I love anyone from New York. And you can, I knew the second I met her that she was from New York and she's been so kind to us. Mm -hmm. She doesn't, she might think that we're crazy in her head, but like, she doesn't act like we are. No, she's very supportive of our needlepoint dreams. <laughs> I love this. You know, I love this. And you know what you, um, I will tell you that you told me before we recorded this, that you had not listened to any other podcasts that we have, 
that have been out and available because you didn't want to make yourself nervous. But what I want to tell you now that you said you're going to listen to them, you which is very kind of you. Well, afterwards, to to so you're going yes. to listen to them. What I want you to know is you, what you're saying is not crazy. We actually had a conversation episode two with Stephanie from Spellbound Stitchery, and mm -hmm. she talks about being intentional and stitching your hopes and dreams and stitching mm -hmm. things that you, okay. All right. If you're telling secrets, you ready for this? You ready for, okay. So I'll tell you secrets. So I'm not married. You want a baby. I would love mm -hmm. to be married. I would love to have a husband. I would love to have a family. I'm 39. The, the right person has not come along. So mm -hmm. I, you ready for this? It's done. I have stitched a bride and groom. Oh. Tree top. I have stitched a bride and groom. Like this is gonna make me cry. I have stitched a no, bride sure. and groom individual stand thing, right? Because like you, it's a hope image. It's like a hope it's thing. A hope yeah, image. it's like I need to stitch this now because this is going yeah. to happen yeah. one day, and I'm gonna use this, and I'm gonna put this up there, and I believe it's it's my faith. It's my like mustard seed of seed of faith, right? That this is gonna happen. You're gonna have your baby. I'm going to have my husband, like these things are going to happen. And so you're right. You're just like, it's like, I want to do this and I want to believe that this is going to happen. And then it, all that stuff, like totally. So you may have read this about how Barbara Bush, the former first lady of the, you know, mm -hmm. God rest her soul, Barbara Bush was a needle pointer, right? And how she needle pointed all these stockings for all of her great grandchildren that had not like, that's not, that's what we needle pointers do. Yes. We needle point things for unborn children and, mm -hmm. you know, not yet found husbands. And about it's like you, the intention of like wanting to do this and wanting to see it forward. And you're like, I want to go ahead and have this so that if I, when this happens, it'll already be, I'll have this ready. Yes. Ready for the little baby. Yes. yes. It's about intention. It's about planning. It's about memories. It's about really. Those are the things that really matter in life. Yeah, it's just a beautiful life, ladies. Okay, before we wrap up, all right, this is kind of uh, some quick questions, all right? And you guys both answer, okay? All right. Okay, here we go. 18 or 13? Alexandra? So I would say 13. I like them both. Okay. 13 for something like that, like my pillows. I really like mm -hmm. 13 because I really like silk and ivory because it gives me confidence that hopefully in a hundred years, it'll still look good. Um, but 18, I also love, so I can't pick. Okay. I know that's not the answer, but right. I like both. Yes. Totally. I, love, I love 13 on like a big project. Mm -hmm. I love 18 too. I mean, I just love silk and ivory. Yeah. Okay. You're silk and ivory fans. Which that's your funny thing. They're from Kentucky. They are, which makes us feel kind of like closer to them. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love this. I bet if, if you, I bet that you could like reach out to them and they would like let you maybe come to visit and like do a little tour or something. You know who else is near us? J.G. Bronner. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Yeah, of Hilltop Leather so cool. Shop, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, He's that's, amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I know. Mm -hmm. um, okay. What do you love? So, so Silk and Ivory, favorite thread? Why do we love, love what, do you, what do you love about Silk and Ivory? It's just so smooth. Yeah. I just love the way, 
I just love the way it feels when I'm stitching it. And I don't know if it's partly influenced by the two big pillows I showed were both silk and ivory and they're very meaningful to me and I love stitching them and I love the colors. Um, it just comes through smooth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It feels good going through the thread and I love, I think they have great, they have a lovely color palette. Yes. They do Mm -hmm. have a lovely, lovely color palette that is very, it's easy to, um, I wouldn't say modernized, but it is, you could take a, um, I have an old sort of vintage can I'll tell you, I have an old vintage, uh, canvas of kind of irises in it. The, the paint, the colors on them could be very, could appear very dated, almost very seventies, but you stitch that thing in some silk and ivory and it's like brand, Beautiful. you know, it brings it into today. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Okay. So stretcher bars are in hand. Stretcher bars. Stretcher bars. No, never in hand. Always. Stretcher bars. Always. always. I've how, never stitched anything without. How do you store your stretcher bars? Not well. Okay. Um, I, she just made fun of me. She said, I, I wish I had a Sharpie so I could, um, write down I, I the like, length write of them. the length on the end. She's like, oh, there's too many now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well I'll bring a measuring tape and we're going to do it. I have so many right now. I keep them in a big tote, a big monogrammed kind of boat and tote. Mm -hmm. And they are in my, I have a coat closet and the whole bottom section is like my needle point, all my needle point stuff. And I need a better system. There's some girl and I can't remember who it was, a real cute girl on Instagram. She has hers in like this beautiful chinoiserie vase, umbrella, something and it looks very chic and cool. And but she also has a needlepoint room. But she has a needlepoint room. So I aspire to that one day, because I work in a hybrid environment, I'm at home three days and at the office two days, to one day have an office that's like half office, half needlepoint room. This can happen. I, I keep mine in... Um... I have a trunk at the end of my bed. Okay. That was my husband's grandfather's trunk. And... It's kind of it's sat at the end of our bed empty. And so when I started needlepoint, I was like, look, you've got a new <laughs> job, a new purpose. So it holds all the needlepoint canvases, the thread, and I just have the stretcher bars in there. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I'm I assuming you're right on them. Say that again. You do write the size. Yeah. So you can get what you need when you need it. Um, mm-hmm. Big fans of needle minders, I imagine. Yes. Oh. I have a fav. I have a favorite. Okay. I'm addicted to these. The little cozy. The little. I. I really only like these now. Oh, the Merrill. Ones aren't cute. The no. Mary L. The Mary L. Needle. Yes. These. I like one. I need about twenty more. I. Love I want them. a giant. I want a big one. That's my dream. Which okay. I'm like these are attainable dreams, but I really need a big one. Okay, tell us what. Your needle. So I am. You all can probably pick up with the use of stretcher bars and all these kind of like stands and tools and stuff. I really care about, even though it is a hobby, I really want it to be perfect. And I love these because I, I'm a real big needle loser and I am always losing my needle Mm -hmm. and it drives my mom crazy because she'd be like, I don't understand like what happened to your needle. Like, where did it go? Like, where could it be? I'm like, I don't know. I've lost them in bed before. And then my husband is like searching. Cause he's like, that's the last thing we need is to get stabbed. Right? 
So I like these because you would actually stick them in yeah. so it's less likely to lose them and it I cleans found it. it cleans it. So when you run it through that wool that it's made of will really clean your needle from all the you know oils on your hands, which again, most people don't care about. I, no, but I, I will say I saw someone talking about they were stitching a white background and they helps. were like, why is this showing up with a little bit of a gray tint? And someone said your needle's dirty. The needle, it's a dirty needle from your fingers. And like, if you have lotion or anything on your hands, um, these I, things are great. They're amazing. I love them. Yes. They're Mary L Needleworks. Um, she has a great, okay. I don't have it here. She also has a collapsible. I love all of her things. She has great the patterns, orc, great fabrics. Orc. The little collapsible, yes, or thread catcher. You know what I, we should show our special little. You guys are amazing. Okay, special box. Yes. You, okay. So big stretcher bars. Do you put? All right. I have a question for you, Alexandra. Do you yes. put? This is your great. canvas on top of the frame, or yes. on the yes. bottom of the frame. I put it on top. I think this is because that's how my mom learned and it's how they do it at stitch here. The, the shop here. Okay. Um, and it's funny because I see women at other, you know, shops I've been to around the country, they have them behind. And so I don't know. I we think talked I, about this recently. We did. I think there's so much of needlepoint that it's almost like a, a heritage. Like you're, you learn from someone and it's yes. you adapt, you know, and adopt yes. their, their way of doing things. And so I've always done it on top. Same. Yep. Okay. So love it. All right. This is your last question. Are you ready? What <laughs> advice would you give a new needle pointer? Go for it. I would say find a local needle point shop. If there's one nearby and make friends with them, <laughs> like go and just, I think most places want to help new stitchers and go and try. Like I didn't, I didn't get anyone else's phone number from that stitching retreat, but go to a stitching retreat, do what Laura and did sign up for a class. Like I did the beading class after I knew how to basket weave and do other things like go to a class because even if you only leave like exchanging numbers with one person or connecting with one person, that could end up being a lifelong friend and give you community, but don't be scared. I think there are some people that like needlepoint is not for them. I've known some people that have like tried and they're like, I just don't get it. I don't, I like the finished product, but I don't, I don't get the process, but just try, go for it. Like Laura Ann said, try to plug in somewhere at a local shop or on your next trip. If you don't have a local shop, order something online and watch some YouTube videos, go to needlepoint.com. They have great they have so many videos and yes. and photos of stitches, finished stitches and on a canvas, you know, kind of like a canvas drawing. But on your next trip, like try to find a local place and go in and just introduce yourself and say, hey, please help me. Yeah. You know, show me what to do or or did I miss any stitches on this? Like I that's why I like to have like my mom or Laura Ann, like friends that stitch because I'm like, can you look at this and tell me like, is this even making sense what I'm doing here? Um and people like, and I, I really think that people in the needlepoint community are like very kind yeah. and sweet and like want yes. to connect and yes. help. I, I would say, totally agree. I say like, just go for it. Like if 
like the canvas I got at my um beginners class like it's not something I would have normally picked out it's Louisville but it's not something I would have normally picked out but I finished it but it like inspired me to get other canvases and to like go forward and just find a local shop or really like if you don't have a local shop near you which this really inspired me I think her name's Allie in stitches on Instagram she does mm-hmm. like the thought Tuesdays yes oh she has great friends yeah. she did um about like stitchers in every state oh, yes that was amazing and Alaska came up and there was only one person I know and I was like you know that is dedication because if there's only one person they don't have a local shop so she is like ordering them online or whatever, mm-hmm. but like places like I've ordered stuff from Novella Needlepoint mm-hmm. or Lysette or somewhere, and like they'll kit your threads, they'll send you pictures, like they'll help you because that's the hardest part is like getting the threads if you don't have a local shop. But but if you make a friend, like I can't tell you the amount of emails I have sent to Greg at Lysette, and he's yeah. so kind to me, and I have only met him in person. A handful of times. Like, I feel lucky that I've gotten to go to their shop, and I, I love it there. It's just a happy place for me, and I've had really happy experiences there. He has been so kind and helpful to me over email with different things, and I know I can feel fully confident sending him something to finish and be like, can you help me with the colors? Right. And I, all and so many shops are like that. Like, the shop in Denver, Yeah, they have DM'd us after we went to their store, and we're, like, nobodies. Like, we're just girls that are, like, New, like, I consider myself a new stitcher and yeah. they were more than happy to go above and beyond yes. help us to make us feel welcome and to offer to FaceTime us. I mean, that's so over the top nice. Or Anne, um, it, at Novella Needlepoint and Faison, it was her birthday. So she loves Christmas. So she did a sale for her birthday. So there was this canvas I really liked on there. I ended up oh. getting it. She was like, do you want me to pick that? So I was like, Sure. This is great. amazing. That'd be this great. is amazing. I've never been there. I want to go there, but I've never been there. Um, she sends me a picture of these threads and is like, what do you think about this? Like, I'm like, it looks great. She then goes and sends me like a, a like three, a three minute, minute video, video at least of every single spot she would say to use these threads and like everything. It is incredible. Like, I've never met her. The amount of Effort, effort and time she put in it was on a sale and she helped me pick these threads like it was just incredible she sent me an invoice and like over email I paid for it it shipped it got here and like I've saved the video so that when I stitch it you'll remember um, I can watch it but it was just like I mean literally she went through piece by piece of put this here put this here, you know do this do that and I think it's just like for new people like just ask for help ask for help because people really are willing to help. They really, really are. There's so many places that, and Instagram has really opened that up for us to see and find all these like lovely people and even just other stitchers who are so inspiring and will share tips or tricks or. Or you post something and they like comment about how much, like everyone's just like very like encouraging about it. Or wanting to help, you know, I had a, a really sweet lady reach out to me about my nativity pillow and she wanted to know like certain colors I used because she had the canvas. And like we had this lovely DM conversation where I like I went and I pulled out my. Hey, you looked like, in your sash. 
I looked at my stash to like tell her the exact like, oh, it's like a hoy or like it, you know, it was whatever. And um, I would want someone to do that for me. And yeah. people do, you know, I see it even when it's not my question. Like I see it in comments all the time on Instagram of people being like, what red is that? Or like, what kind of thread is that? And people really take the time to help, which is, yes. I want to be that kind of stitcher, that kind sure. of helpful stitcher. Well, and I really the- feel like nowhere else are people so nice, like in a hobby, like, yeah. and helpful. I know. We've had very good experiences. I- Y'all, mm-hmm. I could talk to you guys all night long. Y'all are so, I will tell you, you are bright lights. You are so lovely. I can tell you, I speak for the entire Needlepoint community. I have no right to speak for the entire Needlepoint community, but I am. I'm just going to take that. I'm just going to grab this now and say, we are a better community and we are a better, this is a better hobby. And this is a better, um, craft because of people like you. And, um, I'm so incredibly great. I have learned so much from you all. I have been terribly inspired and it's just really been a privilege to get to know you and see your beautiful work and see your passion, which it excites me. I've been stitching for seven years, which is not a long time, but I can, I've been able to like tap into what it was like to be a new stitcher. And so like, I'm ready, like, I probably have work to do, but I'm going to be like, no, I just want to go stitch now. Like, I'm just going to go downstairs and stitch because, um, yeah, because, because you guys have been so encouraging and fun and lovely and, um, just shared so much, like I said, of your light and your story and your friendship, which is truly remarkable. I know that a lot of women have a difficult time with women. Friendships can sometimes not be easy. And, um, there's certainly, I think, an epidemic of loneliness. And I'm, I'm grateful that you are, both have been so fortunate to, to find each other. And um, I know your families will be wonderful friends for the rest of your lives, which is so incredibly cool. And to just, yeah. Okay. So everybody, all right, Laura Ann, they can, everybody can follow you on, you are threaded. No, you're not. Laura Ann is stitching in Lou. Laura Ann is stitching in Lou. Stitching mm-hmm. in L-O-U for Louisville. Mm-hmm. Laura Ann, you can follow her on Instagram at stitching in Lou. And Alexandra is threaded in pink. Yes. That's so, you guys have two very creative, uh, I'm very impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Threaded in and pink and stitching in Lou. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Because oh. this has been way more fun than we could have even imagined. And it's just a thrill that you started this podcast. And I know you have done an amazing job of fostering community. And I've seen it on Instagram. And you are doing big things. And I think it's great. And it, this was so, so fun. Thank so you thank so you. much. You're doing thank a great you. job. This makes me even more excited to stitch these advent candles. You're so sweet. You are so sweet. I cannot wait to see them finished. And um, I hope that they um, are in your home and create wonderful memories for your family um, for generations to come. So thank you so very much. And I cannot wait to see them stitched. That's It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. And thank you.
Thank you guys so much. And thanks uh, guys for listening as always. We'll see you next time.